What's going on, everybody? Uh, we got August 27th. Uh, I just want to read a article I wrote, you know, maybe it looks like almost five years ago now. Um, it's called Priorities of a Fund Manager. I wrote, I wrote it just because it was, uh, you know, I was a few years into the business and, you know, started to get, you know, a little bit more of a business acumen, uh, learned a little more how the investor thinks, behaves, and things like that, and I just wanted to, you know, kind of solidify my stance on, here's how I run my business, here how, here's how I approach it, um, here's how I market, here's how I, you know, here's what my priorities are, and things like that. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, read, read this, try to make it as fun as possible, um, it's not that long, so just uh, try to bear with me here. Uh, okay, uh, so the day I launched my firm, I had 300000 in assets from four investors, including myself. Eight months later, I got another one. Um, you know, growth was slow during that first year, and it took a total of 15 months for me to double assets from that day one. So to get $600,000... Uh, took 15 months total. That's a long time, uh, and I think in a lot of people's minds. <clears throat> and still a very, very small small amount of money uh, to manage. Uh, but from the day I launched, you know, people were engaged. They were responding to my performance letters, asking me questions about where I thought the markets were going, yada, yada, yada. Um, so this kind of feedback told me I was on the right track. I was communicating uh, well communicating clearly enough to where people actually wanted to read it and, you know, read past the first couple sentences. Um, <clears throat> so I figured if I could perform well and just keep explaining my value proposition in what I brought to a traditional portfolio or how I helped any portfolio in general, uh, people, more people would start to call me, uh, start to inquire about possibly investing. And this is still my focus today. I wrote this in 2014, but even in 2019, this is still the focus. It's head down, focus on performance, communicate well so people understand what they're buying, what they're getting, um, and what what I do, how it helps them, how it how it behaves, um, you know, when it's going to perform poorly, when it's going to perform well. Uh, I'm not here to make any predictions about when those things are going to occur, but in general, if we run into environments, market environments like this or like that, here's how we're going to perform. Um, you know, so instead of focusing on raising money from every eligible investor, that is everyone with a dollar in their pocket, uh, just concentrate on you know putting up numbers, communicating the value prop, and just improving the craft. You know, I've definitely learned some things, uh, even since I wrote this article in 2014, where it's, I believe, going to pay off tremendous dividends over the long run. Um, you know, just for people who don't know, I was trading 11 markets my first day, and now I'm trading around 100, including including a basket of uh, single equities. So it's definitely evolved from a futures only and managed futures um, type of a program to just more of a macro uh, trend following in general 
program where I'm just looking for trends in as many places as possible. You know, we added also Bitcoin to the portfolio and added a lot of other markets that uh, have become more liquid over the years. Uh, so all in all, uh, this is what I'm focused on. I'm not focus, focused on specifically on copying other people and then undercutting everyone on fees and, mar- and, and building a business that way. Um, I know that's popular and prevalent, but I'm not, I'm not doing that. Um, so, you know, I think when you do that, when you are, when you're constantly trying to get people in, the more people you get in, I say the, um, the more active you are in people getting in, the probably the more active you are in them leaving because you, it's hard to spend enough time with them, uh, unless you have a huge team. Uh, but it's also hard to, you know, I don't think of investing as speed dating. I think of it as, you know, this is a marriage. Um, if you want in, great. You know, I'm not going to have hold any lockups. You know, hold you to, hold you to it or anything, and penalize you if you have to leave for whatever reason. If you want money to buy a house or whatever, um, but but see yourself here for a long time, um, and let's let's go slow at first. Let's be thorough, and then if we've you know, sync up and we have the similar goals and portfolio, uh, I'm sorry, um, you know, performance goals and risk tolerance, then, or say investing philosophy, then we're, you know, I think we're going to improve our odds of doing well over the long run. Um, You know, so making performance for me comes very natural. I was an athlete most of my life and it was just all about go on to the field play your best, win all the time, win as much as you can, and that's it. And it didn't really matter, you know, for me, I played baseball, so it didn't really matter how many people were in the stands watching. I was there for me and my teammates, and we were just trying to kick everyone's ass and move on to the next game. Um, It wasn't a, I need people to you know, watch me, I need to feel loved, I need to, I need to have all this, and the similar thing with, with, uh, with a fund, I, you know, not everyone has to invest with me, it's okay, um, I prefer, if it's not a good fit, that you don't, because uh, I think it's gonna, you know, we're not, we're not gonna perform well, um, you know, it comes out in subtle ways, also, it's also gonna affect our health, I believe, on a deeper level, and, uh, yeah, it just, and it increases the odds of something going wrong. Something's getting messy uh, over time. So, um, you know, so simply to attract investors, I like a simple value prop. Um, you know, I think too often investors get scared off by fancy lingo uh, that can result in missed opportunities. Uh, I think if you look on my website, which is currently being redone and it should be done in a, in a month or so, um, I describe metho- my methodology, uh, methodology in, uh, you know, three easy steps. Uh, you know, we try to, we diversify, we have a way for identifying trends and then acting on them and then using, also using the proper risk control. Um, you know, I take a simple approach when investigating, uh, educating any, any investor, um, you know, people want the simple three-minute version. You know, wh- what do you do? 
why do I need this? You know, um, as my wife say, said to me a while ago when I was talking to her about, uh, you know, some things and getting too far into the weeds, she said, so what, so why? And it's so, it's so important, I believe, to constantly keep that in mind when you are educating to not just start rambling and then going off and on things where people don't really care about all the all the details that you might care about because look at all the work I've done see I, I see how great my my system is see how smart I am this is you know this is cutting edge like well so what what why is why do I care why is this important what, what will this do for me um, so I try to stay in that lane as much as possible, not, not deviate too much. I, I ramble sometimes. Um, you know, when I talk to my trader friends and things like that, we get, we get in the weeds, but, um, but for investors, the, I think it's very important to keep it, uh, keep it on point and not deviate, not deviate from, um, you know, from the main, the main points that they find important. Um, you know, I like, understanding every investor's goals, risk tolerance if we're doing any business. Um, if we're, if we're far, far apart in these issues, it's probably not a good idea for them to invest at all. Um, like I said before, drama will almost certainly rise, uh, especially when you start losing money. And, you know, it's been, it's been that case for a lot of trend followers, um, you know, maybe outside of stock, only or stocks heavy trend followers over the last you know five ten years or so um, because there's been a lot of periods where there's not been you know there's there's been a lot of areas that have not produced a lot of trends you know commodities currencies um, very very spotty uh, in terms of sustained trends the really only area that's been you know year in and year out um, been pretty good for trend following has been stocks. Um, and, you know, I think, I think, you know, setting the expectations early really helps avoid that stress. And, you know, you, t- you hear a lot of, a lot of, uh, especially a systems traders, people who, you know, traders who believe in having a methodology that you can code in, that you can really write down and, and explain it to anybody. If you give it to someone else, they could they could clearly code it in um, and understand it. Um, that that's I believe really important because you, you need something to follow when it doesn't work as well, when it doesn't when it doesn't make money. And obviously, we all know that going into any investing endeavor, where oh, okay, we could lose money. Well, okay, sure. But it, it see, we, we tend to forget some of these things when we get into the thick of it. When we start losing money, we just want to relieve that pain as much as we can and then abandon all the work we've done to chase Bitcoin or chase, you know, beyond meat or, you know, whatever. Something that's hot, something that's top of mind, in the news, uh, in conversations. We just want to jump on that sucker and relieve the pain of of, uh, losing money recently. So, you know, look, there's many different ways to attract investors, uh, many different ways to sell anything. Uh, I prefer as a fund manager to 
work on my craft, improve, to learn more things, and just continue focusing on producing solid performance. Um, and ensure that the people who do invest in me, you know, continue to do so for a long time um, by, as I said throughout the whole uh, podcast, which is, you know, communicate well, you know, check in, see how they're feeling, and, um, you know, be uh, forthcoming with any new adjustments or evolutions I make to the to the strategy that I believe will improve it and explain why and and all those things and just be open just be and just have your door open it's not you don't always need to be on the on the attack on the off on the offensive but just say hey man you know if you ever have any questions let me know um I'm always open you don't have to go through you know a uh you know a team to get to me first or it's not hard to get to me you can get to me whenever you like you know because we're doing business together it's your money I work for you um I'm not some hotshot manager where you should feel grateful to be invested with me. Like, no, I, I feel the complete opposite. Um, people, uh, people who invest with me are the boss. Um, I work for them. They allow me to do this job for a living. That's wonderful. It's amazing. But let's not forget where, where the buck stops. Um, they could all put me out of business if they wanted to, and they all just redeemed their money and said, we don't like you anymore, we don't want to do business with you anymore. So I you know, constantly have to you know, earn the trust of, of not just you know, growing the capital, but protecting it as well. And um, I feel like today, maybe not today, but just people in general throughout history you know, tend to put themselves first. They tend to lose sight of the things that, um, you know, uh, you know, the big picture and, and, and who, and who they're serving and, you know, uh, what the point of what they're doing is. And, um, so I try to stay, uh, try to stay clear on that all the time to remind myself of that. Uh, so it becomes more of a habit. So I have less relapses and things like that over time. Um, so that's all I got for today, uh, boys and girls. And, uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. Okay.